And lastly, in the part which I suck at the most, asceticism. So uh, they're, they're advised to take cold or lukewarm showers that are short, no alcohol, we've been failing at that, no dessert, failed at that, no eating between meals, also failed at that, no soda or sweeteners, failed at that, no television, failed at that, and only music that lifts the soul to God. The Forefathers Podcast is an opportunity to join the conversation and friendship of four priests of the Diocese of St. Petersburg. Through their families, formation, and ministry, they grapple with the realities that confront us all. Each episode, they'll respond to a question which they've faced in their own lives and which we often face in ours. Spirit FM is happy to present The Forefathers. Hello, you're listening to the Forefathers Podcast. I'm Father Chuck Dornquist. I'm Father Anthony Ustick. I'm Father Justin Baskert. There you are. Father Kyle Smith. Father Jonathan Stevens. And uh, Father Kyle, lead us off. All right, so I'm talking about Exodus 90. All right, so uh, a couple of my boys uh, started up Exodus 90 in January, <laughs> and uh, the, my, the, my men. My boss. My boss. My boy, My boys up in here. Uh, started Exodus 90 uh, to, to to improve their manhood, improve their uh, their 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 life in the church. And so Exodus 90, what it promotes is if you're like looking at different aspects of your life, maybe you're looking to maybe go discern, maybe you're discerning a vocation, or you're preparing for marriage, or you're struggling with something in your life. This Exodus 90 can help you to kind of invite grace into your situation. So you might ask yourself, Father Kyle, there is no 90th chapter of Exodus, and I might tell you. You're right. You've read the Bible. Are you Catholic? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, the dimensions of Exodus 90 is, is basically you're going out into the desert for 90 days. So uh, there's really the realities that we look at here are fraternity. So uh, first thing they recommend in Exodus 90 uh, is that it's a group of five to seven men and a spiritual director. And that's what I play. I play the spiritual director part. And these men are fraternity. They're real-life fraternities. They're not done over online. They're not done... Uh, over the phone, it's done in your community. So if you have, a, if you're, a, you're in a Knights of Columbus, or you're in that man is you, or some sort of fraternal organization where maybe it's gotten a little dry, a little stale, uh, or, you know, this is going to beef it up. This is going to encourage you to kind of maybe build up these five to seven men. But following that, I would say the more important part I'm, is I'm, prayer. Can I ask a question? Sure. Question. Does the spiritual direction? Director have to do the fasting part too. Okay, that's been really vague for me. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't admit that. I'll talk about it once I break down. Oh, okay, but okay. yeah, as spiritual director, my boys, uh, my boys uh, aren't always thrilled with my capacity to do these things. Uh, the next thing is prayer, and it says you have to do you have to do a holy hour each day, minimum twenty minutes. So I guess time is different in Exodus ninety world, but uh, twenty minutes of prayer. And then fast, lastly, in the part, this is where I really failed my, my kids, especially Joshua Wimmer, uh, who always criticizes me via text when I fall short, uh, addresses these issues. So uh, they advise you take cold or lukewarm short showers, no alcohol, no desserts and sweets, no eating between meals, no soda or sweetened drinks, no television or movies, uh, only music that lifts up the soul, no televised sports, Computer for work and school only, regular and intense exercise, group holy hours and meetings, no major material purchases uh, without permission from the group, and a bare minimum of seven hours of sleep each night So to do this. So a lot of ascetical dimensions. And so uh, it's my experience is that a lot of these guys are in here in the ascetical life for the first time, uh, and, and, and they're doing quite well. Uh, as spiritual director, it's been kind of debated back and forth whether I'm in this or not in this. And so... Uh, 
I constantly get text messages from one of our young men, Joshua, like I said, uh, who is constantly reminding me of my faults and failings as he catches me eating meat on Wednesday and all this sort of stuff. Wow. So in our group, we give up meat on Wednesday and Fridays. Uh, They do a certain amount of meals. So not everybody does three meals. Some guys do four. Uh, Some are snacking, uh, no videos, uh, no sports. So for them, they were really freaking out during the football season. Yeah. when the, when the Buccaneers the were going too. towards the national championship. But wait, they didn't make it. The national close. championship, Buccaneers playing college football? Yeah, yeah. The, is that, the champions of the world. That I'm sorry, the world AFC champion. national champion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what the game's called. Yeah, yeah. nice call. Okay, anywho. <laughs> nice. Yeah, covered, didn't covered see them there. Didn't see the Bucks there. I mean, this is the year. Yeah, they were there watching the game. You can't watch the game on TV. Can you still go to the game? You you could. I guess you could. It'd be tough. I mean, but Only if you get permission. Is it a major purchase? I mean, what are the price of tickets for I mean, Bucks not, games? Not so. for the chaplain. I mean, I, I yeah, just kind of walk out. It's on part of the, the job. Though. It's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll constantly, I'm, I'm falling short as I sip my soda here. I broke that rule already today. And uh, text him, Joshua. You're gonna get Texting. Text, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can text me, Josh. Just come out in about a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, so I have fallen short in this, but it's been a day. I'm not. I, I admit that I am not the best ascetic, uh, but I am trying to take here and there. I do, I do the cold showers. I, I do try to follow the meatlessness on Wednesdays and Friday. Now now it's Lent, so I'm obliged to do the meatlessness on Friday. And I, I'm trying to be more intensive. I've gotten rid of the Amazon Prime and the uh, the Netflix to not be watching videos online. Nice. So, uh, my boys, I say, are a lot more consistent, a lot more, at least they perceive to be. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's just a, kind of a, a beautiful gift. So my, my, my uh, question I posit to you, now that we've talked about Exodus 90, is like, uh, maybe the fruits of the ascetical life, maybe what you've experienced, maybe uh, something you've seen where you ha- might, you know, maybe another program that you might consider encouraging the men from your parish or your community to get involved in. And and what did that, uh, what can that do that they might have a good Holy Lent, they might have a good Holy Life, and they might be perhaps receiving an open heart towards a vocation they're called to or to uh, maybe uh, be fr- freed from a particular addiction or challenge there in their life. So, if you gentlemen would like to comment on this, I'd like to hear your opinions. I've always heard the kind of the saying, it's like, don't trust a skinny cook. It's like, you don't go to a skinny priest for confession. They're, uh, <laughs> usually very intense. Uh, you guys haven't heard that? <laughs> no, no, I've never heard that. <laughs> Is that why I get so many confessions? But I think... Uh, you know, my my thing that I run into with uh, penance is the the idea of like, well, here's my my brokenness, and so it's part of my self punishment, uh, and I don't think that's uh, helpful or healthy. You know, uh, whereas like when when we're kind of doing asceticism, it's for for who we're doing it for a person out of love, uh, and so it's a way that I can uh, prepare a spiritual gift. You know, and so um, you know. I, like my, my always encouragement is look for the fruit. Like when we're, we're taking up uh, some type of uh, ascetic practice, uh, there's a fruit that comes from it. So it, um, you know, ultimately looking for the fruit of the Holy Spirit, uh, that I'm growing and in, in, uh, being open to his gifts of love and his abiding presence. Um, and so it's like, well, where's the, the love, the joy, the peace uh, that comes from, from this practice of I, I can let go of things uh, because uh, there's – the pearl of great price out there. Uh, and so it's not just the the struggle of whatever we're fasting from, but that it's opened me up to 
something new uh, that's more valuable. Uh, and so it's like, you know, uh, for instance, I gave up uh, coffee once for Lent, and I realized uh, it was a terrible idea. <laughs> and it was made- Thirteen people dropped dead the first day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's just like, well, how is this helping me to be a holier person? As in, how, how am I growing closer to the Lord in this, uh, as opposed to being miserable and making everybody else miserable? More from the forefathers after a word from our sponsor. You could put it on a bumper sticker, share it on social media, or I don't know, tattoo it on your forehead. Live it out your way. I believe his light still shines. This love is unstoppable. Today's hit Christian music, your spirit FM. This love Share it with someone you love. Yeah, one of uh, the things that I've, I've heard about, uh, a friend of mine has been challenging me to do Exodus 90, and I'll just admit that I'm, I guess, way too weak for the program right now. But uh, there is something about it that uh, that is appealing to me, and it's that sort of detachment from a lot of the worldly pleasures and things that we just take for granted. Um, and that's exactly what asceticism is about. It's, it's about letting go of those distractions and letting go uh, of the some of the pleasures that we enjoy on a regular basis without really acknowledging them. We just sort of enjoy them um, for the sake of someone. And that someone is not only our own growth, not only someone that we, maybe we're offering this up to, but ultimately it's our, uh, it's our offering uh, for God uh, that we may draw closer to him. And so asceticism is a, a beautiful practice and certainly an age-old practice of the church. The church has been doing it for uh, since the very beginning. And uh, it's certainly something that we receive from our Jewish ancestors as well. Uh, it's not just something that we came up with. It, it's, it's a part of human history that when people want to uh, avoid the sort of chaos of the world, they, uh, they retreat from the world. They go into kind of a hermitage lifestyle and simplify their life. Uh, and this Exodus 90 is is really an awesome program from what I understand. As I said, I haven't done it. Um, but it's it, it to me, it just makes sense. Uh, if you're willing to, if you, if you really want to get rid of your addictions, if you really want to get rid of those things that you struggle with, if you really want to let go of the things that you naturally go to uh, without even thinking about it, uh, it's certainly a program. One of the things that um, some men of my parish are doing is they're taking part, and I'm a part of this group as well, in a patriarch men's group, which is f- uh, a Bible study program that meets every other week. And uh, we discuss the life of the patriarchs. And uh, it's meant for young husbands and fathers. It's meant for men of the parish. Um, but it's meant to look at the patriarchs, where they've done wrong and where they've done good, uh, and learning from them and seeing how it apply, how we can apply their examples to our lives. Um, and one of the my favorite parts about those evenings is at the end of every evening, we partner up with one of the guys that's there, and we discuss a resolution that we're going to keep for the next two weeks. And it can be something like, I'm going to build something, a, a sacred space in my home with my, one of my kids. Uh, this week, and we're gonna we're gonna do this work together. I'm gonna fast for my wife, or for my children, or for my family. I'm gonna uh, forsake something that I enjoy for the sake of uh, my family. I'm gonna bless my family every night before I go to bed, uh, or I'm gonna read uh, some of the church's teaching on marriage, and I'm gonna talk with my wife about what that is. And it's it's been a beautiful and challenging for me because I also have to apply this to my life as a priest. 
Uh, and so when I'm fasting for my family, I'm fasting for the people that are in my care. Uh, when I'm challenging myself to read up on the church's teaching, I'm challenging myself not only to read up on church's teaching, but being more authentic to that teaching uh, every time I'm preaching and every time I'm giving counsel. And so it's been a beautiful, uh, much more simplified way of uh, striving for that ascetical way of living um, in an everyday experience in Exodus 90, I'll admit that. Uh, but it has been a beautiful uh, invitation into that practice, which I think has sort of inspired me to really want to look more into the program Exodus 90. The more I'm hearing about it, uh, I think it's just there's there's only benefits that can come from it. So long as you're doing it for the right purposes and you truly are eager to grow in your relationship with God. It's awesome. I've never heard of this program before, Exodus 90. Um, it sounds very challenging. Now, I'm not necessarily you know, one of the, I'm not one of the first ones that looks at a program like this and, and jumps for joy at trying it. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a, for me, that's a great way to approach it. Um, in that, because I know it'll be challenging to me that in my own daily life, it's what, not just what do I see, but what am I doing that I don't see that causes me to be, not as attentive as I should be. Um, what are the unknown habits that I've developed? What are the unknown daily routines that I have, which you know, I could get rid of and which will help me all the more in my own priestly identity and my own personal life um, as I continue to strive to live and to follow what Christ calls me to do day in and day out? It sounds like it would be a really long 90 days, but it sounds really awesome. I think, too, that speaks to the community aspect of it. It's like, I don't think any of us are like, hey, sign me up. But if, if there's a group of men that want to do it, it's like we'll get drawn into it, you know. Uh, and it, it's suddenly like the effect that we can have on each other for that, that responding to that call of holiness. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a wonderful uh, thing we're witnessing in in, uh, in culture and society right now because there's there's several programs like this. Uh, the Art of Manliness, which is a website and podcast I follow, uh, has a program called The Strenuous Life, uh, based off of Teddy Roosevelt's uh, idea of what it means to to be a man and to live in the world and uh, to have a capacity to to do and to accomplish, uh, to be committed and focused, to to strive for excellence. Uh, there's another one that Chris Stepanek and uh, Bill Donahue have put together. It's called Rise, and that's a 30-day program that you can check out. Um, and that's more of a – both of those are like online communities, online fraternities that you in turn are accountable to uh, and that you have commitments to live out. Uh, and Exodus 90, of course, being a tremendous example uh, of a sincere desire uh, on the part of, of men uh, and to, to become – better to, 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 to grow in, uh, I would say, authentic masculinity, uh, to, to be able to discipline our hearts. Uh, in fact, that's what the word aesthetic means, uh, is just to exercise. Uh, and, and so by entering into these aesthetic practices, what we're doing is, is growing our capacity to say yes. Uh, we're, 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 we're hindering ourselves, we're disciplining other areas of our lives um, not because we believe that soda's bad or sugar's bad or all these things are bad or evil things. Your dentist will say it is. Your dentist, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but we don't say <laughs> that beer is bad. How about that? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> none, none of these guys. 
Uh, and so, uh, but we're not doing it because those things are bad. We're doing it to to improve our ability to say yes, uh, to say yes to being more self-sacrificial, to say yes to being uh, willing to be inconvenienced by other people and to care for them, uh, to say yes to being disciplined and fervent towards a particular goal and to not be wavering, um, to, to grow in our ability to be steadfast uh, in our prayer life and to the Lord. Uh, so I, I think, one, it's Exodus 90. It's a tremendous opportunity. Um, but I'm also really glad to see that it's not the only opportunity out there right now and that even within secular culture, we're seeing uh, a drive and a desire uh, uh, growing within men to be able to live this out. And I, and I think the big thing with the ascetical life is that accountability. Uh, even the Desert Fathers in, in the early church uh, they went out and they lived in a community because they knew that they had to have some sort of accountability. Yeah, that a tribe. Uh, ascetical life requires accountability because it's very easy to tr- sort of give up on your own and sort of relax the uh, the the practices uh, because maybe you're just having a rough day and you, you want to drink that Coke or whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. um, so the accountability is absolutely huge. And that's been like my biggest thing uh, with that patriarch men's group uh, when, when I'm going and I, and I know I haven't done my resolution and I've still got like three days, I'm like, well, if I don't get that resolution done, like I've got to admit to these guys that I failed at that and I suck at life. Uh, and so I just, that accountability, uh, knowing that I have to go to them and say like, yeah, I did this or no, I didn't, uh, really keeps me honest with myself and with the resolutions I make. All right. Now we talked about a lot about the men's now I'm not familiar. They're throwing mics at my face right now. Um, you know, like all right, hold on a second. Switching mics. All right. I'm taking my mic back. Taking that mic back. Uh, so we talked a lot about the men and what they can do for them. And, and, and I feel like, you know, I don't want to offend any of the ladies, but I think a lot of our men could use some work speaking as a man myself. But I, I know not of a, a particular program for the ladies. So maybe we want to come up with like a Ruth 90 or something like that. Uh, you know, Baby Ruth. I don't know what you want to call that. Baby Ruth. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but I want you to call that. But uh, the ascetical life is not just for the, the brothers. It's also for the ladies. So, you know, ladies, uh, maybe this is the first step. We start here and, uh, you know, we maybe we, we make this our own. Maybe that's not doing makeup for a couple of days or... Uh, Let, let's not start inventing You know, that maybe now. not yeah. shaving. I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. I don't know what your deal is. But, <laughs> All right. But okay. to, to reflect on... Father Kyle's uh, going to be spiritual whoa, whoa, whoa. director hey, for the... Uh, hey, 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 Ruth 90. <laughs> anyhow, uh, anyhow, so whatever that might be for you, maybe this the ascetical life is not just for men. And, and we're an equal opportunity church. Everyone has an opportunity to kind of maybe give it up for the Lord, to glorify God, and and, and think about that for yourself. So... Uh, one of the, just wanted to open that door for the ladies. This is an opportunity for you as well. And if you know of any, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know. Uh, yeah. Teach us. If you know us any if, ladies, if you, let us know. If you know ladies, <laughs> but if any any like program like this uh, for women, please uh, inform us. Teach us. Father Justin. Uh, if you can go without something for six weeks, you can spend the rest of your life without it. So think about that for uh, your aesthetic practices. Hmm. If you want to be free from something, all you got to do is six weeks, you can live without it. All right, so six weeks. You've been listening to the Forefathers Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. You can interact with the Forefathers and submit questions for future episodes at facebook.com slash DOSP Forefathers Podcast. That's DOSP, the number four Fathers Podcast. 
The Forefathers Podcast is brought to you by Spirit FM 90.5 in Tampa, a radio broadcast ministry dedicated to bringing the community hope through hit Christian music and sharing the light of Christ through the fullness of the Catholic faith. You can listen online at myspiritfm.com or get our free app by searching My Spirit FM on Google Play and at the App Store.